Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, one and all. This is Robert Rogers. I am the founder of Parkinson's Recovery in 2004. We have now had over a decade of marvelous experience with documenting and reporting on many, 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 and I have to say dozens of different therapies that uh, some individuals have found have helped them get relief from the symptoms associated with the diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. I must say now that we have had over 230 wonderful guests on the radio show who have talked about one therapy or another. One therapy that I have yet to document on my radio show over the last decade has been a therapy called amino acid therapy, and I also had a rather surprising result on my holiday survey, which I just concluded this week. The holiday survey basically asked members of my audience to report back, if they so chose, an answer to the question, are you better, the same, or a little worse since last Christmas? In other words, over the past year. Now, we had over 300 responses from individuals uh, from across the globe, and people reported on many, many different kinds of therapies that they were reporting were helping them get relief from their symptoms. Sixty percent of the respondents reported that they were either the same or they had actually gotten better. So that was a surprising and an encouraging result. A number of people reported that amino acid therapy had been helping them. So I am proud to say that I have been successful in recruiting several individuals who I must say are experts in this particular approach called amino acid therapy who are going to tell us all about it so that everyone can learn more about what this is and exactly what it does for others. So uh, I want to now thank from the bottom of my heart and from all the listeners across the globe, uh, Dr. Marty Hines, for taking the time to be on the radio show today. Uh, Dr. Hines, thanks so much for being with us today. You're welcome. Tell us all about yourself. Um, I'm a medical doctor trained at the University of Minnesota. Uh, I've been in medicine for 45 years. I actually started out in the United States Air Force as a medic and then ended up in medical school. Um, I own the Morgan Park Clinic on the west side of Duluth, and that's where we got this uh, whole research project going. And we've been dedicated to um, amino acid research and uh, publishing with the University of Minnesota Medical School in Duluth uh, for 21 years now. It started in uh, 2017. And in the process, we published 22 peer-reviewed scientific papers on our work. Any other questions? Dr. Hines, what is then, given your extensive research, the primary cause of Parkinson's disease? There's real, the primary recognized cause of Parkinson's disease is damage to the postsynaptic dopamine neurons in the area of the brain known as the substantia nigra. Uh, the ability of these uh, neurons to conduct electricity, which regulates function, is severely compromised. The exact function that is compromised is fine, is, uh, fine motor control. And uh, it's, it's a very simple thing to understand. There are people that would like to put a lot of different 
spins on, maybe this is making they they go more after what's causing the damage than really what is the damage, and that is the postsynaptic dopamine neurons. What is the most effective Parkinson's disease treatment? There's only one treatment that is the most effective, and it's been around since 1958. That's L-DOPA. L-DOPA is an amino acid that freely changes into dopamine in the body. Um, There are other things uh, that are used as drugs for the Parkinson patient, but they're second rate. They don't work as well. And there's only one thing that works the best, that's L-DOPA. Typically in the past, uh, neurologists and medical doctors have given these other drugs to their patients as long as they could so they didn't have to start the L-DOPA because the the L-DOPA is notorious for having side effects and problems that get to be unmanageable while the patient's uh, physical uh, condition deteriorates. Um, so just keep your eye on the ball. Long, and we work with L-DOPA, that's it. We've learned to get around and we've learned what the side effects of our L-DOPA are really from and work in a different way than to just keep throwing drugs at it. What is Carbidopa? Carbidopa is uh, the most the most commonly prescribed medicine with L-DOPA in it is a thing called Cinemet. And Cinemet has two things. One is L-DOPA and the other is Carbidopa. There's two drugs sitting there. The Carbidopa is only there in an attempt to deal with L-DOPA side effects. It does nothing for the Parkinson's symptoms. So it, it's the whole thing of Carbidopa is supposedly to help manage side effects of L-DOPA. The reason then carbidopa is used is to manage the side effects only. Is that right? Correct. It is of no therapeutic benefit. It has no effect on the uh, uh, Parkinson's symptoms. So how does carbidopa deplete vitamin B6? This is is the problem. Carbidopa chemically... I have a chemist, I didn't mention I've got a comprehensive chemistry degree as well. Uh, So I can talk like a chemist very easily, but I find that sometimes people don't understand me. But carbidopa binds irreversibly to vitamin B6 and B6 enzymes. Anytime you have irreversible (laughs) chemical reactions going on in the body, this is bad, very bad the vast majority of chemical reactions are reversible. So carbidopa binds irreversibly to the B6 and the B6 enzymes and takes them out of the system. They're no longer available. It depletes B6. But where the real key comes in is the enzyme that converts L-DOPA to dopamine is a B6 enzyme. And the way carbidopa works is it binds to that enzyme irreversibly and it supposedly helps with the side effects of L-DOPA. But while it's doing that, every day you take it, you're depleting the B6, vitamin B6 in your system. 
More specifically, then, what happens when vitamin B6 depletes? Uh, the first thing that one of the first papers we published, and we stumbled across this while we were working on another topic, uh, you come to the realization that carbidopa binds irreversibly to B6 and takes it out of the system. Well, that's that's very bad because B6 deficiency is associated with an increased death rate. It can be from cancer. It, can, it causes increased death rate from heart attacks, increased pulmonary problems. In, in general, B6 depletion is associated with increased death rate. Well, what we found, we started looking around, and carbidopa came onto the market in 1975. The first full year it was used was 1976. But it was discovered in 1958. And between 1960 and 1975, when there was no carbidopa, the Parkinson death rate declined. This is Center for Disease Control data now. It's not something we made up. And it's not second-rate data. This is Center for Disease Control data. And starting in 1976 until now, when the most recent report came out in November of 2017, the Parkinson death rate is increased by 376%. We feel there's no coincidence going on here. You have a drug, carbidopa, that's being prescribed to 89% of the patients and as soon as it comes on the market, the death rate starts to increase. And we know that when B6 is taken out of the system, death rates increase. So that's one problem. The car, it's, you've, you've got to take the carbidopa out of the system to get rid of those concerns. <clears throat> the next one is the Parkinson patients. Parkinson disease is considered to be a progressive neurodegenerative disease. You get the disease, and typically over time, I'm not talking a few months, a year or two, over time, five years, six years, eight years, the patient deteriorates. And it's not uncommon to see patients with Parkinson end up in a nursing home five years, six years, whatever, into their treatment. Now, the real caveat here is the severity of the Parkinson's symptoms is directly dependent upon the amount of dopamine in the system. You give L-dopa, that's the best treatment. It freely turns into <laughs> dopamine. The, the problem becomes carbidopa takes out the enzyme that makes dopamine out of L-dopa. So for these years, we've been looking at patients who have been deteriorating with their Parkinson while feeding them Cinemet, which contains carbidopa, and just saying, look, their disease is getting worse. While, in fact, it's the carbidopa taking the B6 out of the system. You, you, stop, you stop the carbidopa, you bring up the B6 levels properly, and lo and behold, the patient starts functioning better. This has been known in medicine since 1941. There's a great neurologist by the name of A.B. Baker, he published an article in the Journal of the American Medical Association in 1941. Now, mind you, 
B6 had only been discovered since 1934. It had only been around seven years, and here comes A.B. Baker. He took a group of Parkinson patients who were under no treatment, and all he did was give them B6. And lo and behold, almost half of them got significant improvement. They didn't get completely better, but they got significant improvement. What that's telling us is there's Parkinson patients walking around normally that just don't have enough B6 to make the dopamine that they could be making in their system. So th- this uh, this gets to be a problem. Now, there's the, even even a worse collapse with this, with the B6 being depleted, and Michael J. Fox has this right now. Michael J. Fox, um, the end of October, the TV show Sunday Morning on CBS had a segment interviewing Michael J. Fox. He looked terrible. He was jumping all over the place. He was writhing around. He, he just couldn't stop moving. That's not Parkinson disease. That's drug-induced. That's Korea form movement disorder. He's taking cinnamon. When you get severe B6 depletion, now this is, you got to kind of listen to this, but when you get severe B6 depletion, and carbidopa certainly can do that, it causes antihistamine dyskinesias. What does this mean? It means if you stop the carbidopa and you give them enough B6, they'll quit rising around like Michael J. Fox. This has been a common problem that's gone on for years. And they blame it primarily on L-DOPA. L-DOPA can do this, but it's not the primary culprit usually causing when these patients can't get this acceleration of movement disorder and they're just jumping all over the place. We take care of these kind of patients routinely. We get them better. But it's not a matter of just giving them a pill and sending them home. And this is, you're talking many weeks of weekly visits to straighten their system out. The, the Parkinson and the drugs at that point has really messed up a lot of things inside them. Uh, let me see if I get anything here. Um, well, other than, uh, oh, there's one more. The carbidopa takes out the B6. We don't know what caused a given patient's Parkinson, but we do know a list of things that can cause Parkinson. And up at the top of this list has to be fat-soluble neurotoxins. Chemicals in the environment could be in your food, could be in your furniture, could be in your food house. It uh, could be in your, on the road you drive on. There's a huge list of these neurotoxins. The body's natural defense against neurotoxins is glutathione. The, normally, your body makes glutathione, and it neutralizes neurotoxins. These, um, these, you know, so when you when the body takes in carbidopa and it starts depleting B6. The critical thing in making glutathione normally in your body is B6. You can't make, so you give carbidopa in the cinnamon, it takes out the ability to make glutathione and it leaves the door wide open for further insult from, from neurotoxins, in other words, progression of the disease. The, uh, the, uh, and interestingly enough, of all the areas in the brain, the substantia nigra, 
where the damage occurs with Parkinson has naturally the lowest occurring glutathione levels. In other words, this is the le- this is the area that's going to be most susceptible to neurotoxin damage. We got you, you got to get rid of the carbidopa, and then there's steps we take after that to start break letting the body make enough glutathione. But all of these things, all of these things are uh, uh, come together in what we're doing. Uh, it's it's very extraordinary. So I'm going to stop right there. You got any other questions that? Uh, Dr. Hines, I'm guessing that some listeners, after hearing your explanation, might then conclude, oh, my goodness, uh, since I'm taking cinnamon, I better go out and make sure that I'm taking some B6. Now, would that be a smart conclusion, or would you raise some cautions about that decision? You can't do it. You can't do it. Here's why. If you take enough B6 to neutralize the carbidopa, you're left with only L-dopa. And most patients cannot get to where they need to go for optimal relief just taking bare, naked L-dopa. So, yeah, you could do that, but they'll, the odds are that they're going to throw themselves into a situation where the L-dopa side effects are going to come out at them. They'll be vomiting. They might not sleep at night. They could be anxious. They start having headaches. They start having palpitations. There's a host of things that happen from when L-dopa is given out of balance. Can you then now provide an explanation to the audience about what then amino acid therapy really is all about? The L-DOPA collapses other systems in the body, the glutathione system, the serotonin system, uh, and some of the basic minerals and uh, vitamins. The one paper that we published, uh, time before, I think it was the second to the last paper we published, we identified 29 different nutritional collapses that occur either with the disease or when you give L-dopa with carbidopa. And every one of these things has to be managed properly to bring the patient back into optimal situation. And so... How is this done exactly? I don't want to get into talking about how it's done. If you're interested, we are medical doctors. You can contact us. We're professionals. We will help you. If I start trying to tell people how to do it in a radio show, they're going to go out and experiment on themselves, and the odds of hurting themselves and not even knowing it is extraordinarily high. Ah, wonderful explanation. Now, we have another guest uh, who we want to open up here on the show, uh, Ross Stewart. Uh, uh, are you there? Hello? Yes, I'm here. Uh, wonderful. And, uh, Could you tell, uh, tell us all about yourself? Well, I'll, I'll give you a, a small sample of what I've been up to for the last few years. First of all, I have a Ph.D. in psychology, and I've been in practice for 47 years. I've been working with Dr. Hintz for this year sometimes going to be 17 years. I've been working extensively with these amino acids. And for the last year, year and a half, I've been working exclusively with Parkinson victims. And uh, right now I have you know, 30, 40, 50 patients that I'm working with. That is that's how many I'll, I'll see this year. Um, and I've been remarkably impressed with the good results that we're able to get with people. We have 
people who were formerly institutionalized because they were unable to feed themselves, they're unable to walk, they were unable to take care of themselves in any way, and now they're, some of them are not fully restored, but they have their life back, they're living at home, they're feeding themselves, they're ambulatory. This program with Dr. Hintz is uh, really astonishing. We've looked at a number of ways to treat Parkinson's disease, and this, this one is a proven performer. As I say, I, all I do all day every day is work with Parkinson people. And <clears throat> we've taken people who were uncontrollably shaking. 24, some of them 24 hours a day, they couldn't even sleep, they were shaking so badly. And now they, they are, some of them are as much as 97% symptom managed. And as Dr. Hintz developed this program, we came to expect that this is a sophisticated program. It is not easy. It is not for the faint of heart. On average, it takes about 24 weeks of doctor visits before we get the formulation right and we get these dramatically good results. So then, we have a number of people. Go ahead. Let's go ahead. Robert. No, please. Please proceed. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, a, it's an astonishing event when we have someone who's been treated with our program who goes back to a neurologist and the, and the neurologist cannot find Parkinson's symptoms. That tells you just how good this program can be for many people. Can and I interject here a second, Ross? Um, sure. I just had a thought, you know. Uh, we've worked with these uh, neurotransmitter diseases for 21 years, and we work with not just Parkinson. There's a list of over 200 diseases we work with. But with the Parkinson and the neurologist, they, they, they sometimes if, you're, if a psychiatrist is taking care of a patient for depression and one of our doctors get a hold of them, that par- Parkinson psychiatrist may want to throw barbs at the whole situation. They don't like it. The neurologist is in general have been extraordinarily supportive with this. And it's it's the most incredible thing. That's why I wanted to mention something when you mentioned the neurologist there, Ross. Yeah. So Dr. Stewart, could you explain in a little more detail then exactly what a patient goes through to begin to get this service? Is it a visit every week? Are they getting blood tests? Is there a lot of money involved? What exactly is involved here? Well, for one thing, we're doing, the name of our clinic is Parkinson's Clinic International. We do all of our interviewing via Skype or FaceTime or go to office. So the number of the, for face-to-face meetings in person are zero. It's all telemedicine. It's all telemedicine. And this allows us to see people all over the world. Matter of fact, we have people all the way from Bulgaria to South Korea to Dubai, all over South America and all over the United States and Canada and Great Britain. But this is not an easy program, as I said a minute ago. This is not for the faint of heart. But what I find is that people with Parkinson's previously had a real life that they liked. And as much as possible, they want it back. 
the program, as I said, is about 24 weeks. What they would have to do is either contact Dr. Hintz's organization or contact us directly. And in a very straightforward way, we'll give them a brief overview of our program and we'll give them the, the chances of us being able to really help them. Someone who's 85 years old, who's had Parkinson's for 15 years, has been on Cinemets, we're not probably going to do too much for them. But you take early onset, which like age 60, 50 to 70, we are terrifically helpful to those people in terms of managing the vast majority of their symptoms. And a typical comment we get after 24 weeks approximately is, we're so grateful to you. You stuck with us the whole time. You held our hands. You continued to adjust the dosages of things until you got us to this place. I do have my life back now. The program, as I said, is not easy at all. For one thing, you have to be persistent. You have to know that it is going to take a while to get this adjusted to your unique chemistry. You're also going to have to also ask people to, for permission to make them sick a couple of times. Uh, we know that very many Parkinson people have significant digestive disorders, and we have to overcome those during the during our process so that they can comfortably manage the doses of serotonin builders and more particularly the dopamine builders. The first six, seven, eight weeks for most people, we don't see much improvement, but boy, after that, they start to manage symptoms very nicely to the point that very many of them are at the 90 to 95% symptom managed. We have one lady in Bulgaria who, when she called us the first time, she said, I'm 43 years old. I have early onset. By the way, her English is excellent. And, Robert, you have a video there that we sent you. Yes. She, she wanted to die. She had a young child. She couldn't feed herself. She, her child, her seven-year-old child had to feed her. She couldn't bathe herself. She couldn't prepare food. She, she shook and was just miserable. <clears throat> About week 27, she became the first person I've worked with that couldn't find a single Parkinson's symptom left. Now, she climbs mountains. She runs marathons. And in the wall of my office, there's a painting that she created for me that she sent me from Bulgaria. She said, I can paint again. Her daughter is the sweetest child who now has a mother. This is not such an uncommon story for us. One of the uh, one of the videos I sent Robert that he did not review for this was uh, uh, the one uh, the patient out of Utah that uh, was in the wheelchair. And we I've had so many people that have been in wheelchairs when they come in. And this last week again, here we're doing a telemedicine with a doctor uh, um, with a doctor here in the United States, and. Uh, we, they said, okay, here comes the patient, and I expected to see him roll in on the wheelchair. The patient walked right by the camera, turned around, and sat down in the chair. And, you know, it's, it's just incredible when you see stuff like that. Yeah, the particular lady in Utah, uh, matter of fact, I really recommend that anyone with Parkinson's go to our website and look at that. It really inspires hope for people. They had a, the, the, first, the video first showed her 
in 2015 where she shook and shook her hands, her legs. She couldn't hold her head up, uh, and she could hardly talk. She says, I have all of these symptoms. Then she did it again in November, and she stood there calm, spoke very well. She didn't shake at all, and she said, this program has restored me. It's the first time we saw the video, uh, when we, she sent it to us, we cried. It was so... I, I had the same response. That video is a tearjerker. She come around so much. Yeah. And boy, she become, she's, a, she's become a real advocate and is really attempting to get a lot of other people to see the possibility that they have. The problem is so many of them tend to come in when uh, they've really got, there's no hope. They've, they've gone through all the drugs. They've burned out on the sentiment, and they're looking around. Maybe they want to do deep brain stimulation on them or something else, and they come, okay, we can work with them. But they should have been in, like, when they got the diagnosis. What we see with these people is two fronts. One, we look at the ability to get symptoms under control, but the other one is, Side effects. There should be no side effects if this is done right. And, uh, uh, man, it, for the most part, these people are petrified. They do not progress clinically. You've got patients that are 6, 8, 10 years down the road. They're on the same dosage you put them on. Their symptoms haven't changed. They're, they're just living a life for that. But if they went into another doctor's uh, office and didn't say anything, the doctor wouldn't even know they had Parkinson's. It's really amazing to see this. Dr. Stewart, you mentioned you have a website with additional information. Could you provide the address of that website very, very slowly? B, boy, B, boy, W, Walter, B, Charles, A, Andrew, bbwca.com. And we've got a new website that's down right now because we've got two graphic artists working on it, but that's uh, parkinsonclinics.com. So Parkinson's... The name of our clinic is Parkinson's Clinic International, and the Mm -hmm. web address is bbwca.com. Also, Dr. Hintz's website is going to have these videos on it as well. And if they go to programs on the website, go to Parkinson's, They'll see the videos. They pop right up. And we've got a bunch of them on there. Look, look for the girl in the blue dress. Whatever. She's the first one. She's yeah. the very first one that shows up. Yeah. Now, I think, uh, I think listeners would be interested in just a little detail on the teleseminar connection. I've understood in the past, whether rightly or wrongly, that blood tests are required, but it sounds like people don't even need to go to your clinic at all. So how does that work exactly? Somebody connects in with you on the teleseminar, and then what's next? No, there's no blood test for what we're doing. Uh, Certainly the patient's sick, and the regular doctor sees them and finds a need, they can get their blood test. We do no blood tests. We do an occasional urine sample, but we don't even recommend it now for the first six to eight weeks that we're working with them. We just get a hold of these patients and start working with them. 
So there's a discussion, and then you're you're making some recommendations on some supplements that they can take? We make recommendations. We're making detailed recommendations. People, we have to honor what every individual's unique biochemistry is. And we know that the adjustment of these various amino acids has to be precise to fit the person's chemistry. And we know that this has to be done, like when we're doing the L-DOPA, that has to be done at the 0.3 gram level of, of, of sophistication here. We've got to get it just right. And that's typically uh, week 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, when we're fine-tuning this to get the most symptom management that we possibly can. How people work with us is they'll hear about us either on the Internet, uh, that's the primary way, uh, or a friend will tell them, a friend will show up and say, look how I look. Next thing you know, they send two of their friends over to us from London or Slovenia or wherever they are. Yeah, this is and a rare event that we even do an f- interview like this. I mean, we don't we don't really do marketing and promotion that much. Yeah, we're 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 pretty well booked up. Um, but my my business partner, uh, whose name is Anya, uh, will do a give them a give, they'll call in. She'll give them general information and give them the criteria that we use to select the people we work with. We're careful who we select because we can only see about 50 people a year. And we want to make sure that we take those people who we have a very high chance of dramatic success with. And as you look at the videos, you'll see this program really does work. At that point, we'll do an intake. I'll completely explain the program. I'll thoroughly question them in terms of how long have they had it, uh, what medications have they tried, uh, what symptoms are they showing right now? And then I'll give them a really, I'll give them a realistic expectation as to what it's going to take to get them well. That is, to effectively manage the maximum number of symptoms. And what I can tell you is, the longer a person's been on cinnamon, the longer it's going to take to, to regulate them, and the more L-dopa they're going to need. So I don't understand the the exact chemistry of this, but what I have is the clinical experience of knowing that the carbidopa in cinnamon is tragically harming these people. What, what, harder to work with. You know, what another, what another interesting uh, observation of cinnamon is, when you look at the L-dopa levels, and that's recommended, uh, what's the maximum dosing and everything like that, these people can't even get close to what we see some people need for optimum results. So, you know, so they get some results, they're happy, they never realize there's a potential sitting in there to knock out all these symptoms. Yeah. As I hear your discussion, then, it sounds like a person needs to realize, first of all, there is screening involved, and second of all, when they get involved, it may be the case that they have one or two teleseminar uh, uh, engagements, and they uh, basically have a protocol that they pursue, but they may get worse. They may not actually feel better. I mean, it's not like taking an aspirin. And so they re-engage with you. You make some adjustments and see what goes from there. So in other words, it's uh, kind of a trial and error, see how things go kind of a thing. No, 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 that's not correct. When when people come to us, they've already looked at the videos. They've already read what we have got to say. 
have already gone to Dr. Hintz's website and looked, maybe looked at some of his research, when they come to us, they will invariably say, we're ready to sign up. We charge, we, we have a seven-month program, and they pay for the entire seven-month program after the first meeting. They're in the game with us, and we're going to be meeting with them and adjusting their doses uh, every week for seven months. Or Yeah, let me interject here, Robert. You kind of fell into a trap with that line of thought. Um, it took, we're, we're 21 years into working with this stuff, and so much of what you work with, it's a different state. In other words, it's not like people walking around on the street normally. You put them into a different state, and what you see is counterintuitive in many cases. If, yeah. the, patient actually, if the patient's Parkinson's symptoms are actually getting worse, markedly worse, that's a good symptom. That's a good sign. Means you're getting close usually to the dose you're looking for as you're titrating upward, but as you as you get on that dose, too much or too little uh, of what you're working with can cause the exact same symptoms, and you can miss it if you don't go through a process of determining are they taking too much or too little. Uh, yeah. There's so many different things that we do in here. It's not an experimental thing. It's not, let's try this, try that. We know, we, we can see the path clearly it takes to get people there. It's just that we need to make people, get people prepared for the journey because they go for about two or four months and wake up one day and their Parkinson is as bad as it ever was. If you don't prepare them, they, they, get, they come out good. You know, we've had this experience, and I prepare everyone from the very first meeting on that it's going to get worse at some point before they go to optimization. And I had a person, they were about 19 weeks into the program. We changed their dosage of L-DOPA, and they spent five days not being able to get out of their chair. And fortunately, I'd warned them and warned them and warned them. And so I said, when I talked to them via telemedicine, the man said, I am terrible. We changed his dosage. And the next week when I talked to him, he said, I went out and was walking my dog for the first time in four years. So we see well, this very frequently. It's always darkest before the dawn. You know, you're getting close and they, they light up on you. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's a nice summary. But fortunately, they're always prepared. They know to look for it. Um, yeah. And so it isn't a shock. And you know, and the, the, the thing is, there's so much potential in here, and it's just extraordinary. You're actually putting things, everything, not just something, everything back the way it should be. And, you know, it cringes when I see people just buying some nutrients and trying it on themselves. Doctors that don't know, that have never even been trained how to do this can hurt their patients. And what do you do when you take a patient who know, doesn't know much about medicine and let them use themselves as a guinea pig? Yeah. Also, what seems to come to the party with this is that uh, Parkinson people tend to be anxious, they tend to be depressed, and our program takes care of both of those. No, it does. Matter of fact, that's how I initially got involved with the program. Oh, I was I was suffering from clinical depression as a psychologist, and I went to one of my colleagues and said, "What's wrong with me?" And he said, it's in your chemistry someplace, and psychotherapy is not going to help you. 
Fortunately, I ran into Dr. Hintz's program, and five weeks later, I lost the depression permanently. I lost the panic attacks and insomnia permanently. So I was my own first patient following, following his advice, of course, and I said, this is so good. And these are giving me such good results as a psychologist, I could never match this with years of therapy. I can't tell you how many people called me up over the last 16 or 17 years and said, you're my last hope. There's a bridge I'm going to jump off of if you can't help me. Five weeks later, the depression is gone. So it's another wonderful benefit of the program that depression, anxiety, and insomnia go away. You know, one of the things... We're not going to see this, uh, but, you know, doing all the consulting I've done with doctors over the last uh, few years, uh, I come into realizations that I never did before as a physician. And some of these, there's a, there's a period in every Parkinson's life that between the time they know something is wrong and they get diagnosed tends to be about two or three years. Now, what is the first thing that can happen it, who knows? I mean, you name a symptom that's associated with Parkinson's, and that could be the very first one. We have a patient that I worked with out in Los Angeles. Her doctor's, I mean, her husband's a medical doctor. Um, her first symptom was she couldn't breathe. She said, I'm having trouble breathing. So he took her to cardiologist, pulmonologist, other doctors, and nobody. As it progressed, she got Parkinson's, full-blown Parkinson, but the intercostal muscles of the chest were going into spasm. And that was her first symptom. And she was having trouble breathing. As we pulled her back out of this, the last symptom to go away was her tr- trouble breathing. And the last time I saw her about three months ago, she was, she was out walking uh, about a half mile a day. I suspect so we're many seeing this, We're seeing this virtually. All, you know, I, I'm seeing these kinds of amazing results all day, every day. I've come to expect them with, with the people I work with. But it is a very defined program with very clear instructions inside the procedures as to if this happens, this is what we do. If something else happens, this is what we do. And it's always in the dynamic adjustment of serotonin and dopamine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and occasionally we have to deal with the severe digestive disorder that they had coming in the door. That's, it's interesting. I, I don't want to tell you, you know, like give anybody false courage to do this, but uh, with the L-DOPA, the primary symptom is nausea, and that keeps most people from getting up to levels that uh, are needed for really true relief, optimal relief of symptoms. So the uh, the thing to do with that is the whole, what we call, you know, the whole balancing act. We've got to get everything under control. If they've got, you can't just walk into this and keep pushing forward. As soon as they get any symptoms or side effects like nausea, you have to stop and get it out of the picture. And this is what makes it so long in some of these patients. Yeah, I rarely see somebody who just has Parkinson's. They've got other things going on at the same time. Yeah, yeah. The uh, well, so you get well. We can't. The other realization we've never seen this before that I know of. I don't know anybody's ever been this deep into it with the Parkinson patients. 
But you work through these whole protocols we put together to get the nausea from El Dopa out of the picture, and it ain't working. And we started about three years ago sending every one of those over to the gastroenterologist requesting a gastroscopic exam. And in the last three years, 100% of them have had GI pathology, problems with their stomach and gut that needed to get corrected before you could get their Parkinson under control because they had all these symptoms. It's just, it's a phenomenal thing. And with quite a few of them, it's obvious that these things were there before you started working with them. They had no, they didn't feel it at all. And when you bring the neurotransmitter levels up, now they feel it. And uh, this is a really significant problem with some of these Parkinson patients. You think you can get them under control just by adjusting uh, L-dopa and whatever. They they got real pathology sitting in their gut. You got to take care of also. We had one person had a bleeding ulcer. Yep. And there's a neurotransmitter called serotonin that largely determines that largely runs the enteric nervous system. That's the brain in your guts. Their stomach was so insensitive because of the lack of serotonin that they couldn't feel a bleeding ulcer. Once we got the serotonin uh, starting to go the right direction, they could feel it real well, and they were real unhappy. Interestingly enough, in these people that come back from the gastroenterologist with a diagnosis, there is no prominent diagnosis. It's all over the board, and you get just about everything coming back. Right. Yep. We had all, stomach- all the way from significant candida overgrowth, right, leading ulcer to um, what was the other one? What was the one we just saw? A big bacterial I, infection, overgrowth in the small intestines. Yeah, uh, stom- I, I had a stomach week. ulcer about a year. I mean, a stomach cancer a year ago. It's serious stuff. Right. And if it wasn't for the for the adjust starting to adjust the amino acids, these things would go undiagnosed. Oh, yeah. Stomach cancer. Yeah, and eventually would kill them. Well, you know, find out during, during an autopsy what was really wrong with them because they were so numb. Yeah, it's spooky so, because you're right. They just have no clue. They've got this stuff sitting in their GI tract until you get their neurotransmitter levels up. So you get that this is, this is not exactly for amateurs, don't you, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, I do. Yeah. I suspect yeah. uh, listeners this is would very, be this most is a very interested. Sophisticated, very effective program. I'm sorry, I suspect listeners would be very interested also in just a little information about cost. I get a lot of questions about cost and amino acid therapy. So it sounds like you have a full-fledged uh, program, 24-month program, and people know at the outset what kind of cost they're looking at. Would that be a here's, conclusion? Uh, here's the criteria we're using. The, the, the uh, uh, cost is about 100 to $125 a visit. That goes on for 26 months. So you're looking at that. So you're looking about $3,500 for half a year of weekly visits. Um, nutrients, um, you are going to run, you got to be able to handle the cost at about five to $800 a month. And uh, um, that's, uh, that, would be the, that would be the load. And you know what it is? It's not that it he- it never heals you. You're gonna always gonna have Parkinson. This stuff can get just we work to get the symptoms under control. So you, the five to eight hundred dollars a month for the nutrients, you probably if we get that all straightened out, you're gonna look at that for five years, ten years, whatever it takes. I mean, as long as you're around. Yeah. 
I would you know, say that email. As, as Dr. Uh, said, there's some, there's, go ahead. No, please go ahead. You know, the real hope of this is that you're going to get a very big percentage of your life back. And as I said early on, when I say, do you want your life back to people? They in, invariably say, I absolutely do. They now have a new perspective about how life can be bad. And no matter how what their life was like before, they want it back. It certainly is better than what they've got right now. And as you take a look at some of these interviews that we've that we've posted, you'll see people almost overjoyed to be rid of their Parkinson's symptoms. And also to know that they're not going to progress and get worse and worse and worse, end up being tied with a sheet into a wheelchair sitting in the sun, drooling on themselves. I had one person come in who had just left the neurologist's office here in Dallas, a very prominent neurologist, great reputation, and he he said, here's what the patient said to me. This neurologist said, you've got, you've got Parkinson's disease, spiral down rapidly, you'll be unable to walk, you'll be unable to exercise, eventually you'll be unable to feed yourself, you'll be unable to hold your head up, you'll get depressed, and you'll sit in a wheelchair. The patient came to me and, and said, this is what the doctor said to me. And I said, the doctor was telling you the truth. Let me tell you what we can do for you. Now that particular person, we've got is so symptom managed that all he has left is a twitch, small twitch in his little finger on his right hand. Could he surf? He, he lived in Hawaii, so could he surf again? He can. Can he run on the beach? He can. But we never did get rid of that tiny little twitch in his right hand. He said, "I don't care. I can do everything else I did and was doing." Yeah, that's, that's kind of a, that's kind of a quirky thing. Uh, the dominant hand, be it right or left, if there's a fairly coarse tremor to start out with, you might not get that cleared up 100. percent And it's just I see that over and over again. Everything else is great, but God, my hand's still trembling. Like you said, the finger or something's still going. We have one man in in England. Who is? He says he's 95 to 97 symptom free. His wife agrees with him, and he certainly looks like he's a transformed human being. His one little symptom left: he can't write big. He, used to, he has to. It's all small writing. He said, "I can live with that." He's now going out and racing antique sports cars. He said, "I couldn't even drive before. Now I'm racing again." We've got a doctor. We've got a doctor MD in Arizona uh, that's actively in practice that came in and started doing this uh, six years ago, and he showed up at one of our conferences last year. And the comments I kept hearing uniformly was, what happened to him? First, he probably had no symptoms, but he looked like he was 10 years younger. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You talk about the stress that it takes off of somebody, and – you know, this renewed hope, wow, what a difference. You know, since my, my background is psychology, I understand what depression does physiologically to people. It ages them. It makes them look dreadful. Well, depression gone, and, oh, well, practically all of your Parkinson's symptoms are gone too. Yeah, it's, it's astonishing to see the difference uh, from week one to week 24. 
I put out an email announcing this particular show last night to my audience, as I customarily do for each of the radio show interviews over the last decade, and received an email yeah. from Michael. And I don't know Michael, but last night he said, I have a story to tell about my own experience with amino acid therapy, and I invited him to share his experience here on the show. So, Michael, we've connected you in. Are you there? Hey, guys, I am here. This is Michael uh, from Dallas, Hi, Michael. Texas. How's everybody Dallas, doing? Texas. Oh, just down yeah. the street. Oh, are, are you in Dallas? I didn't catch where you were. I, I missed that first part when you just uh, come on the oh, show. Dallas, Dallas, Texas. No way. Yes. Well, <laughs> um, I'd like to say, number one, um, you know, uh, thank you, uh, Robert, for everything that you're doing because I, I tuned into your um, your your blog and everything years and years ago and uh, before I knew anything about uh, – Dr. Hins or any of this stuff. You know, I've, I've, I'm 54 years old and uh, diagnosed and officially diagnosed in 2008. So I've had this for 10 years. Wow. And, um, Real early on. I, I've, onset. Yeah, yep. I, I've had it for for, for for quite a while, and um, I can I can tell I can tell you some stories, um, but I'll everything you, you guys are saying. Yeah, everything you guys are saying, I'm just, I'm nodding my head and, and uh, you know, but I, I thought it was really important when I saw the email come in um, from Robert that that I maybe chime in and just um, let people know, you know, from somebody that's actually, you know, doing this protocol and and uh, you know, experiencing, you know, what's, what's happened in my life. Uh, and basically, it's it's changed my life. I mean, I, I I went from panic attacks and OCD and insomnia, and couldn't bathe yeah. myself, couldn't feed myself. Uh, basically, when when I, one of the symptoms I had, besides the you know terrible tremors and you know everything that goes along with it, is my speech went just. I barely. I, I really couldn't even talk. Really. Um, was it just yeah, that so, you had a soft voice that you weren't projecting? Well, it was. It, it, it almost felt like I had, you know, glue in my mouth. It, you know, I just couldn't. That's a good way of putting yeah, it. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, everything was really slow. You know, you know, you, you people, I'm sure, know what I'm talking about. There, you, you, everything just slows down, and, and including my speech. You know, I couldn't speak. It's just like it was like Elmer's glue in my mouth. And, and that, well, you that certainly was are one doing of the well that, now. Well, <laughs> you certainly are doing well now. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm basically symptom free. Um, oh, and which is just, I mean, it's it's just, have it's you, just amazing. Have you uh, ran out of the pills that you're taking, or quit taking them for a few days in the past, and experienced a relapse? Oh yeah, yeah. If, if if I if I start if I stop taking the the amino acids, um, you know, gradually, you know, the symptoms start to come back, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, as you guys know, this is not a new treatment. You know, L-dopa is is the gold standard. It's the treatment that's the most effective. It's got so many studies and and and, and cases. You're right on the money with but, that. But you know. 
but the doctors don't prescribe it because they, they know, you know, how many problems it can cause, even though it is very effective, but they're not administering it properly. And, and that's what Dr. Hins has, has done. He's, he's come up with, with the correct way to, to administer you know, L-DOPA, and, and it's, it makes all the difference in the world. Um, so, and, and I would say, you know, I, I, to the listeners, don't let this scare you. You know, the comments about, you know, this is going to take you know quite a while to do, and it's not for the faint of heart and all that good stuff. I mean, there's, it's just like anything else, exercise and getting in shape. There's no pain, no gain, you know. You, you, there's yeah. no quick fix. And people that have Parkinson's have got usually a slew of problems, and this is why they have Parkinson's. You know, they've got toxins in their life. Their glutathione has collapsed. You know, they, they've got multi, you know, multiple problems. And to think that you're going to go to walk into your doctor's office and he's going to give you a pill and everything's going to be better, it's just not the way it works. Um, so, you know, what, what, what you guys are doing is you are, you are you're unraveling, you know, the problems that a lot of these people have. Um, you know, I, as, we I noticed, as we noticed in the that the paper, recent paper, the you know there's 29 nutritional collapses that are associated with the disease and the most effective treatment. And you've got yep. to put every one of them freaking 29 things back in order for the patient to just kind of wake up and be healthy again. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's really it's really unfortunate that the way our current health system and healthcare system uh, is, is designed and the way it works because, you know, the, the average uh, MD out there is going to probably poo-poo this. You know, people are going to run to their doctors tomorrow after this show and say, hey, what do you think about this amino acid and, and taking L-DOPA? No, you can't do that. What? How many grams of L-DOPA are they taking? Oh, no, that, that's that got to be a scam. That doesn't work. You know, and <laughs> you, you, <laughs> yeah, these, these, doc, <laughs> these doctors don't know. Um, what they don't know, yeah, it, it, unless and, and, and really, I, I would say most doctors in, in a traditional hospital system cannot even prescribe. They can't prescribe, uh, you know, amino acids. They can write prescriptions for, you know, pharmaceuticals. Yeah. But we, you know they, what we found, they, what we found, and we've got to push it more. Is you get these patients, they're all tuned up, and they, their symptoms are virtually gone, and they're doing good, and something happens, and they end up in the hospital under the care of another physician, and they look at what we're giving mm-hmm. them, and they go, oh, they don't need that crap, and they just take it away. <laughs> and we've, yeah, and we've had patients that within two days, they start shaking the bed across the room at the hospital room, and they start looking at maybe that. Well, we put we put medical alert bracelets on these patients now, saying taking, yeah. taking critical nutrients do not stop without calling the doctor's office. Right. Right. Mike, here's a story that you might find really amusing because it's maybe it's part of your experience. One of our one of our uh, Dr. Hinson's patients and, and I we we have a, someone in London who went to a neurologist who self-proclaimed he was the greatest living Parkinson's specialist alive. I mean that's a, that's a pretty bold claim I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is. And then, and then, and then he said he looked at, at Doctor Hintz's program and said, "Can't work, won't work. Don't just forget it." And now the patient mm-hmm. starts dropping symptoms wonderfully. <laughs> he said, "I'm not going back to that fool again." <laughs> but we know yeah. that level of arrogance is really out there. But it's, I think it's really 
a level of ignorance. Uh, and well, quite yeah, frankly, they, don't, they don't know what they don't know, really, is what it, what they what don't, it comes yeah, down they don't. to. Um, and, uh, well, I've worked, you know, I've worked the pressure. I've worked the pressure cooker. I worked uh, trauma centers, hospitals, clinics that were way overrun by patients. When you're seeing 60 or 80 patients a day, you don't have time to sit back and read the literature and trying to figure out what the latest and new and the best is. You're just in there swimming along yeah. trying to survive. Yeah. A lot of those guys are in that boat. Well, um, yeah. I, I want to add uh, another thing is, uh, you know, my, my sister has suffered with debilitating migraines for uh 30 years, and uh, I said, well, you know, give my doctor a call because, you know, this amino acid thing is just is not just for Parkinson's. And she said, well, well you really? She said, well, actually, the migraines is probably the easiest thing that they, they fix. And she says, what are you talking about? I mean, I've been struggling with this. I've been going to doctor after doctor. I've done everything. I can't, I can't solve it, you know. She got on the amino acids, yeah. and she's been um, migraine-free for, for a year right now. I mean, that's just after word. after thirty after thirty years, boom, it's gone, yeah. and and she's that's, she's she's you know it's just amazing. That's usually that's usually a maximum of two or three weeks to get those under control if they're going to turn yeah. out like that. Early on, yep. we did a lot of those with fantastic results. Yep. I don't do them anymore because I've just focused all my time on Parkinson's, but boy, depression, migraines, right. a bunch of those things were so easy to get rid of. Yeah. So yeah, I would I would really encourage everyone out there to um, you know to to connect with one of one of your doctors you know one of the doctors that has been trained by by Dr. Hins and and knows what they're doing you know you, you don't you don't want to get a doctor that's just starting out with this because you, know, you do have to know what you're doing I mean I know Dr. Hins is always available for consultations but you know if I, I would recommend getting somebody that's that's got a few uh, patients. Uh, successful patients under his belt uh, doing this protocol. Smart, that's really because smart. It, yeah, it, it is. It is. It is a very systematic thing. I mean, it, this is not a trial and error kind of thing. I mean, not you, at all. Dr. Hens, uh, I, I'd like to thank Dr. Hens as well because he he's really got this thing down. He's been doing this for years and years. He's just I I I'm sure he just put his heart and soul into this thing because uh, he's got this thing down to to a science and. You know, when this happens, we do this, and when this happens, we do this, and um, and it works. And if you just hang in there, I mean, you're you're going to be symptom free, depending on where you came from. Like 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 you were saying, if you're 85 years old and you've been on Cinemat for years, um, that's that's pretty tough to unravel at that stage. But, oh yeah. Um, you know, if somebody has just been diagnosed with Parkinson's, they're the, they're the perfect candidate. And, and most doctors yeah. will tell you, no, 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 we need to hold off on, on, on L-DOPA. And, and with this program, that's not the case. You, you want to start Michael, this program exactly as soon right. as That's exactly right. You want to start this as soon as possible. Exactly. Start it as soon as possible. Right. You don't want to wait. Start the, the most effective treatment that's ever been. Remember, in, you know, remember I said this stuff, it like petrifies people in place. They don't deteriorate. It would be nice, the sooner you get on it, the sooner you petrify, and the higher level you're going to function at. You know? Exactly, exactly. And, and yeah. I, I, wish that's, that would have been, I wish that would have been what I did, but, you know, I mean, even though I didn't know about this and, and, and didn't start it right away, I'm basically thinking free and got my life back. You know, I have a home, I drive, I take care of myself, I live by myself, you know, unheard of. 
you know, right. years back. So, I have a question I mean, for Robert. I, I, hey, Robert. Yes. Would it would it be all right if we gave Dr. Hintz's phone number? Because to find a to find someone who's really qualified to help somebody, if people in your audience had Dr. Hintz's phone number, uh, his one of his associates, uh, Brenda, could recommend a doctor, perhaps even in their area. Well, Dr. Hintz, would that be acceptable yeah. to you? No, well, I, I, if I you'd would like, like to, to give that out, the, please do. Please do right yeah, now. They, this is my this is uh, one of my offices. And uh, Brenda and Therese and Cindy, I've got nurses. The incredible thing is I've got these nurses with me. The, they've all been with me over 20 years. And so hmm. they're very knowledgeable. But call 877-626-2220. Say it again. 877-626-2220. Now, this is a medical, this is, if you want to read the papers that, we've written, go to the website neurosupport.com N-E-U-R-O S-U-P-P-O-R-T dot com Now this is actually a medical education website. I'm certified by the AMA to teach continuing medical education to doctors. And this is the education website. But at the bottom of the home page is links to all the different papers. Starting at the bottom and working up is the uh, Parkinson papers we published. I have one final final question that I wanted to ask each of the three of you one by one since we've got about five minutes left here in our interview. Okay. So I'd like to start. It's the same question for each of you. We've talked about a lot of quite fascinating insights and perspectives on amino acid therapy. I want to start with you, Michael. What's the one thing that we talked about that you would like listeners to remember about this interview? Well, I mean, if I had to just keep it short and sweet, um, it works. And don't let anybody talk you out of it, and don't let anything scare you from doing this, because what is the alternative? I mean, you know, I mean, the way I looked at it, my analogy was everybody was just floating down this river, saying, come with us, you know, with the cinnamon packets in their hands, you know, right? And I said, you know, I know where that leads, and I don't want to jump in the river and flow down that way because I know there's a waterfall over there that you guys are about to go over. And I just kept resisting and resisting. And I actually had an memory doctor tell me, if you don't take these drugs, you're going to die. And so, you know, how is that for, you know, for somebody trying to tell you, you know, don't do this. And I just, I I guess I'm just stubborn, but I just hung in there. And one night, you know, I'm on the computer with, with obviously with insomnia, I I used to pull up the internet and just read and read and try to try to make myself fall asleep from boredom. And I found some of these papers that Dr. Hins had wrote and they're they're very doctor speak and very technical. I just kept reading them over and over. And I finally said, you know what, this sounds like something, that may work, but, uh, you know, so that's, that's what I would say. It, this works. I'm living proof of it. Um, I'm not the exception. Um, this is just the norm. If you do this and you follow through and you, and you do what they say, you're going to get your life back and uh, you, you can do it. And, you know, when you're talking about costs and stuff, I mean, what, what is your life worth? You know what I mean? I mean, I would never go back. Yeah. To, you know, to that. The, what what you're making me think of, I had a doctor in Pakistan I was taking care of, and 
the doctors and people in Pakistan in general aren't very wealthy. And you heard the kind of numbers mm-hmm. we throw out on the table. And this doctor had been reading the, the papers and talking to doctors he knew in the United States about this. And the point is, his family started pulling together and everybody contributed money to get him into this program. And he was basically laying on a mat in uh, mud, not mud, but, you know, what they call a house in Pakistan. And within about four months, he he said, I walked a half mile down to my mosque this morning. I haven't been able to do that for three years. Mm. So the point is, if you want, you know, I would get desperate about trying to do this. Uh, we we'd love to give it to everybody for free, but boy, we've got a lot of costs here. We've got uh, employees and internet and all the other things oh, yeah. with it. Yeah. Well, well I, I'm, I'm hoping that at some point in time that this will be covered. You know, the the supplies and and, and supplements will be covered by uh, insurance because you know insurance is covering all this crap, that, all these drugs and things that don't work, and and, and they're not covering right. the stuff that does work, and it's just pretty ironic, I think. But it, it'll get better if we just hang in there and just keep plugging away and, and try to make change. But um, so, that, yeah, that, that's my two cents. It, it works. Do it. Hang in there. You're going to get your life back. So, Michael, Michael thank you, you, so, thank you so, one, so much. One, uh, a gold coin. <laughs> one, one quick thought. Our office is only open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were closed. So that phone number, have to wait till Monday. Thank you, Doctor. Yeah, and we're, only, and Michael, we're open the same. We're open the same days, so. Yeah. And Michael, thank if you so much this, for taking one, the time to one, let me know about your availability to be a guest on the show and sharing your experience. Thank you so much. I appreciate call, you guys. Call our office and let's have lunch sometime soon. Yeah. Um, well, um, I don't know. I don't know that I have your contact information unless maybe I go back and re-listen to the show after it's over. We'll make sure well, to facilitate BB, that for BB, you, Michael, BB, when the time comes. BBWCA.com. Just go to the website. BBWCA.com. Yeah. All right. And Dr. Stewart, the okay. same question for you. So what is the one kind of a thing you want listeners to remember about all of the fascinating comments and perspectives that we shared on the program today? That there is hope for them. Their destiny doesn't have to be sitting in a wheelchair drooling on themselves, they can, by and large, have their life back. And I think that's the bottom line for me. You get your life back. And Dr. Hins? Yes. All right, that's, you know, I just shared those thoughts that uh, Dr. Stewart had. The one thing, um, I would never in my life take cinnamon. Ever, no matter how bad my Parkinson was, knowing what I have found out about carbidopa and how bad it just accelerates the disease and makes everything go downhill. The only other way to do L-dopa is what we're doing. There's nothing else in the world. Unfortunately, or fortunately, that's true. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's nothing else. Fortunately, we have a way, and it works. Yeah. Exactly. So Robert, I want to now. No, no, I appreciate it. Go ahead. I want to now thank both you, Dr. Hens, and you, Dr. Stewart, for taking the time to be on the show. I'm, 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 I'm guessing you probably have never discussed this on any program at all, and this is the first opportunity. I have been recruiting people to be guests on my radio show to talk about amino acid therapy for about eight years now, I have to say. 
And wow. I'm just, I just want to thank each of you for taking the time to let people know more about this uh, approach for helping people currently diagnosed with the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. I know it means a great deal to my audience, which clearly is global, who are interested in learning more about what's really involved. I, we greatly appreciate your efforts and your uh, availability to be guest on the show today. I'm happy to do it. Yeah, this is, a, this is a change of pace for us, but I like it. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And as you okay. all know, this is Robert Rogers, your host of Parkinson's Recovery Radio. We provide information, support, and resources to individuals currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. We have 230 radio show interviews that are all archived and available for free replays. Begin to listen to some of these incredible interviews with these amazing individuals, just like Dr. Stewart and Dr. Hintz. And you'll learn that there are many, many different approaches that are helping people find ways to get relief from the symptoms that are associated with Parkinson's disease. And that's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound that are absolutely gorgeous today, where all of the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all of the children are truly loved. Know that by virtue of the fact that you have been listening to this interview with Dr. Hens and Dr. Stewart today, that you indeed are on the road to recovery. We look forward to connecting with you on our next radio show interview in the next several weeks. Thank you so much for joining us today. Goodbye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.